Welcome to track number 9 of The Beautiful Job. Second Timothy, violence. Everybody say violence. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Amen. Wow. What does this mean? It means you must purge yourself. What is purging? Have you been purged before? Purgative. How does it work? Is it violent? Explosively removes things from there. Isn't it true? What's your name? Ren. Yeah, Ren. Ren. Are you listening? Violently remove. Now some of you, some of the things you want to move from your life, they will not go gently. You need purging. That's why some things need purging. If you are gentle about it, it will not easily go. One of the things that doesn't go easily are relationships. Yeah, relationships. They don't easily go when they should go. They can linger on for a long time. How many have had lingering relationships that was not good? Raise, raise your hand. It was lingering. And you decided that it shouldn't continue, but it was what? Lingering. People... You see, relationship between a boy and a girl, the Bible says that six things or four things are wonderful in the world. One of the things is the way of a man with a maiden. You see, our attraction to each other is supernatural. It's wonderful. Hey! You even wonder. Sometimes when you see people marry, you say, Sir, what did you see in this person? One day, a certain lady came to see me. She said, my husband is a bad man. He's a terrible man. Then she described terrible things. I said, wow. Then, she came again. I remember where we were standing at some classroom block. My husband is evil man. <laughs> Terrible man. And she, I was, I listened to her. I didn't, I didn't have so much experience. I didn't know. So then one day she came again. My husband is. Uh, Evil man, I've left him. In fact, not that I've left him, he has left me. And I've also left him. Then, she came again, I saw her. So what's happened? We are divorcing properly. 
he's a terrible. She mentioned all the bad things that he does. Even after separating the bad thing, he doesn't look after the children. He's like this guy. That's why again, my heart is like a terrible man. So as she was talking, I was looking at her like this. So I decided to look down like this. First I looked down to the stomach. Then I saw the stomach was getting big. I said, ah. Is it your stomach that I've seen? It's a bigger stomach now. Hmm. You see, one of the days when he came to the house and some arguments and things and then... So, in the midst of the divorce, terrible man who was not looking after the child, who was divorcing and actually divorced, she got a stomach. And she gave birth fully. So she gave birth again. Yeah. With this terrible man. You see, the point I'm trying to explain is that some things are lingering the way of a man with a maiden. Even as they are quarreling, they are having sex with. Huh? A year, a year, fantastic. That is why the Bible now begins to speak of something. And again, I'm saying, don't say it in public. Because we cannot talk about such things. Purging. Some things are like poo-poo. That is inside you that needs to come out. So you take something to purge. And it comes out. Pro-po-po-po. It's, it's gone. Wow. There are some boys who need to go out of their life. And it's gone. Out. It's not about lingering and be saying, it's terrible, she's terrible, he's like this, she's terrible. It's like, huh? Papa, and it's finished. Because as it lingers, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Lingering friendships. So that's why the Bible said, those who can purge themselves, cut off. It's as if you are now wicked. As if you are now evil. As if you are now unfriendly. As if you are now a beast. That's the only way to disconnect yourself from certain things. That is how some things are. They need purging. When you bath, it doesn't go. Yeah. You need to purge it and then flush it out. Yeah. That's why some of you never get healed of certain things. Do you understand? Yeah. And some of you girls, you are chipping yourself. When a boy is showing that he doesn't really choose you, he hasn't really chosen you, and he doesn't really like you, he has in his mind what he's going to marry. 
And you are am I forced too much. Agorica, too much. There is no need for that. Hmm? Step back. Did you hear what I said? Step back and purge this fellow out of your life. Have made yourself too lingering. And he knows he can get you anytime. Oh. Are you cheap? Don't let yourself be cheap again, okay? Remember that you are becoming a minister. And you are going to be a golden vessel. Don't forget, oh, you are not just a member. How many know that this is an elder's camp? Those who came new, they don't seem to know what is happening. Lou, where is Lou? Come and talk to them. I don't think they know why they are here. They know why they are here. You, you are here to be elders, to preach, to win souls, to save lives. That's why you are here. So why did they come late? So why did you come late? <laughs> because there were some computer errors with uh, your names. That's why you were late. So you came and that. Second selection. So those who were here first are first selection elders. And then some of you are also in the second selection. You know? And so you are about to become elders. Wow. So it so that you don't, you don't miss the camp. Now we come to have to organize another elders camp because of you to go through these 50 points. We cannot easily do that. The points are too many. Yeah. That is private. You can say it only once. Is it clear? Yes. Ask your neighbor, is it clear why you are here? Yes. You, seem, you seem not to understand why you are here. It's not an ordinary camp. It's an invitational camp. Amen? Okay, look, I think they understand now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hey, Ida. Come All righty. Glory to God. How many are going to take your pegatives? Pegative is different from Panadol. Panadol is for pain. Relief. This one is for removal. How does the, room, how does the removal sound? <laughs> Number 26. Follow righteousness. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Follow righteousness. 2 Timothy 2.22. Amen. Now. Righteousness. Okay. 
is something that you would assume that because you are um, an elder or becoming an elder, you would naturally be pursuing. Isn't it? But when you get deeper into the ministry, you see, as you, you, rem- you always remember what I said yesterday, which is that the things that you are told to do, usually those are the things people don't do. So that is why it's even said that do this. Because you can go deeper into the ministry and find out that people who are in the ministry are even more, can be even more flowing in unrighteousness. Do you understand? To the point that you can become disgusted with the ministry. So you must decide not to be that kind of a person. So do things that help you to become more righteous and more holy. Amen. Amen. Then follow number 27. Follow faith. So righteousness, follow righteousness, follow faith. Following faith means doing things that help you to have more faith. Amen. And one of the ways is to listen to messages. Faith comes by hearing. What verse? Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. The, the lady in red. Yeah, stand. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. What verses are get ready to fire? Fire. Okay. Behind her. There are some people hiding behind her. The lady in yellow. Faith comes by hearing. You've come for elders camp. You must know what verse faith comes by hearing. Fire. Okay. You don't know faith comes by hearing. Huh. By now they have told each other. Everybody has said that. Before. Listen. There are four or five scriptures you need to know about faith. That a Christian should know. Number one, faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. Romans 10, 17. That is one. Another verse. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Yes. The evidence of things. So faith is the uh, what? Substance or assurance. A substance of things you can't see. Okay? It's a verse you should know. Then, without faith, it's not possible to please God. Isn't it? That is where? Hebrews 11.6. You should know it. 
You cannot be an elder and I will need all these verses. Now you are doing a Bible study. That's why we need the Thompson chain. And the Thompson chain, you go to the word faith. And all the verses about faith will be there. Are you listening? So you need the Thompson chain Bible. Alright? The next one. Huh? The just shall live by faith. Which verse is that? Hebrews 10, 38. Okay? The just shall live by faith. You live by faith. And we walk by faith. What verse is that? Second Corinthians 5, 7. We walk by faith and not by sight. That one too, you should know. So if you say you are following faith, you must have these few verses. I mean, you must be able to preach a sermon on faith. Okay? And you see, that's what I'm saying, that you may not have any message that the bishop has preached a message of faith, but you can do a, your own Bible study on the subject of faith and go and preach it. Now, you still don't rise into ministry until you do point number. Which point was it? The one I said that separates the boys from the men. Point number what? Point number one? Thirteen. What does it say? Yeah. Consider the things that are said to you. And the next one says that what? Expect God to give you your own understanding of it. So when you say you walk by faith, the just shall live by faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, evidence of things. You have to ask yourself for an understanding yourself, which you don't have. It's only when you do Bible study that the Lord will give you your own understanding. That is where we start to go apart. It's that's the place we start to become different. Somebody has a personal understanding. Because the things I share with you, I don't tell you, can I take in this? Can I tell you sometimes some of his stories? But I tell you a lot of my own stories. Which if they were to listen, you realize that I have my own understanding of all the scriptures that I'm sharing with you. And that is the point that I'm making. That that is where we start to go in different directions. You go here, and that's where ministries don't work anymore. People say, I want to be mission, and they want to be mission. When they go, it doesn't work. We have people we've sent, it doesn't work. We have ministries we've sent 10 years, it doesn't work. Yeah. You just come and say, there are people over there, they don't like this type of church thing. So. They are not into churches. Are you listening to me? Amen. Glory to God. So following faith is all about knowing some of these verses and developing confidence and faith. And I mean, if you don't know the basic verses, or even how, how do you study? Now all these words, how do you follow them? Each one is a Bible study. Righteousness. You do have a, a, a Thompson chain. You have a Dix Bible. Then how can you study righteousness? Stand up. Look at somebody who claimed to be an elder. How can we study this word? Follow. How can you follow righteousness? How can you do a Bible study to know what is righteousness? You don't have the tools to do even to do the study. 
Because now we need to go into righteousness. Okay, let's find the verses on righteousness. Uh, come, I'll show you. Okay, you wait, I'll call you. What is happening? Uh, Alright. Now. Okay. Do you have a Thompson Chain Bible? In your iPad? Okay. All of you on the front row, come. I'll show you how to do Bible study. I can only show the ones here. Okay? Now, I want to do Bible study on righteousness. So I'm going to my Bible. Alright? And then I go to my... All these are my Bibles. You see? All these Bibles. International Bible, this Bible, King James with Strong, NSB, NLT, Dake's Bible. You see? All these ones. Huh? And I'm coming to Thompson Ching. There are two types. And I go to re- Reference Bible. Okay? And I'm going to look for righteousness. So I'm going to R. Did you get it? I go to R. I'm looking for righteousness. 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 Righteousness and righteousness. Sure. 3077 to 3085. All these are righteousness. Let's go to it and see what it says. You see, plenty. That's why I told you, if you don't have Thompson chain, I don't know how you are going to do Bible study. Righteousness of God. Righteousness, purity of heart and rectitude of life. So this righteousness of God. So even you can preach, you can just press this one, any one of them. Fear the Lord and judge and take it. For the Lord our God does not tolerate perverted justice, partiality, or take your bride. Or any of these, you can press them, see what it says. For the righteous Lord. So this is righteousness of God. Then, righteous, see God's holiness. If I want to study God's holiness, if I want to study divine protection. Or righteousness of Christ, 3078. It's a different one. Examples of righteousness. All these. See, examples of righteousness. But David had done what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord. This is in King James. Let me change the Bible. King James. Okay, it's now in the King James. So, examples of righteousness, piety, and examples of all these obedience, guilelessness, sanctified ones. Prescribe that means God is asking you to do right, be righteous. All these, look at this, Proverbs 21. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness and honor. More verses. How can you say you are doing study? That said the Lord, execute judgment and righteousness. How can you say you are doing Bible study when you don't have this? Huh? Abigail, true or not true? Are you joking? Godliness. Unrighteousness. Hmm? Look at this. And with all the silver of our righteousness. That's John 1 9. 
confess our sins, forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, hmm? you have done the study before. Hmm. And godliness, impiety. If we fire all of these people, they don't know. They don't know anything. You want me to be shot down as well? I just a fast spray this way. Okay. All right. Next time, you better do Bible study. Huh? Are you going to get a date? Thompson Chain Bible. Okay. This is your last warning. Wow. Sit down. Look, we are, First Lab Church is a digital church. So, that's why I'm not even telling you to buy these ones. Every one of you becoming a pastor, one of the things you will see on your... It's going to be on the website soon. It's going to be on your website soon. You will see the ABSI, ABSI. You will see your picture and all your things. One of the things that gives you uh, some marks, a lot of marks to go for it, is a tablet. You see, a tablet is something you should all have. When you have the tablet, okay, so many things can be on it at the same time that you will not be carrying. And then all that you need is on it. So you have to have a tablet. And on that tablet, it's not for sending WhatsApp. It's not WhatsApp. It's not for WhatsApp. It is for Bibles, books, libraries. Huh? That you need. Equipment to be a pastor. So when you have that, then you and you will all soon have one. How, how many of you? How many of you have one? A tablet, I, I, iPad or Galaxy? Stand up. Yeah. Tell the person behind you I was once like you, and you will soon be like me. Tell them I was once like you, and you will soon be like me. Once, brother. This brother looks very serious. Why, why is he so serious? Why, are you angry? Why do you squeeze your face like that? Where, which school are you from? U-E-W. But why, why, why is your face going out? Uh, this is your last warning. Eh? Okay? And relax. There's no, there's no problem here. We are laughing and his face is very serious like that. Why? As if he's planning something. Are you a spy? Okay, so everybody, everybody here is going to have a new phone 
and a new a tablet. Lift, lift your right hand. Let me pray for you. Father, I ask for the release of iPads, galaxies, Chinese iPads, and all surfaces and all new gadgets necessary for pastoral work, necessary for the beautiful job, to be released among the people in the name of Jesus. Thank you for this great blessing. In Jesus' name. And also we are asking for new digital modern phones. With new capabilities. Extended memories. High speeds. Newest technologies. We ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Believe it. Most of you elders, you are not going to be holding this uh, or ancient something that was invented in the 17th century. I mean, pepper printing. It's an old thing. It's very old. We have stopped using all those things. Don't make yourself a poverty chairman of the church and say to yourself, I don't know how I can have something like that. You can have it. And you have it in Jesus' name. So you cannot, you, you cannot do studies. If, how are you going to follow righteousness? You don't even know what it is. When we open the righteousness, so many verses. You have to read and read and read and read and be thinking. And the verses are too many. You have to stop only one and think about it for some time. For the Lord to give you understanding. This is where people don't actually go further. They don't start to think for the Lord to give them understanding. And because you never stop to think for the Lord to give you understanding... You never have revelation. And so your preaching is not powerful. And you cannot, you never rise to the point of having an original ministry. You see, even though I listen to Kenneth Hegemos, I mean, if you lock me up in a room, my best person to give me is Kenneth Hagen. No music, nothing. Only Kenneth Hagen preaching. I have all his preaching. It will give me the best, and even the messages where people sing, and every, I like all those tongues, everything is nice to me. I'll, I can be in that atmosphere. One day I went to, I was invited to Malaysia, to an island in, in, the, in the ocean there. And uh, when I was preaching there, um, after I finished preaching, they had not heard me preaching before. I preached different things, mega church, this, that, different things. The pastor told me, that um, he said that you, your, I said, I said to him that, oh, as for me, I'm a product of Kenneth Hagin. Then he said, well, what you are preaching, what you preach, I don't see Kenneth Hagin's uh, things in it. I don't recognize it. He said, 
a lot of what you are saying is original. That's what he said. But you see, when you listen to me, you, you hear me telling you that my main person is Papa Hagen. And actually, if you go into I can show you the connection. But when, when I'm preaching, you may not easily know what the connection is. Because if you listen to you won't even know what the similarity is between that and that. Are you listening? And what I'm saying is that what makes you even sound original is that you pause to think. Consider what I say to you. This is what Paul wrote to Timothy. And the Lord will personally give you some understanding that he has not given to Nanama. He will give it to you. What's your name? Emmanuel from where? Miniba. He has not given it to you, but he will give it to you. And, and when Anama hears you preaching, she says, Ah, but I read the same Bible. Even I had that verse from my quarter, I don't get that. That's the difference between people. This is the point on which we, we part. This is the airport where someone flies and someone stays in Accra. No, most people don't stop half time to dig deep. When I went to South Africa, I went for the first time underground to a mine. My first impressions were to think that man is very greedy. Because you go so deep down. Sometimes you can go down as far as one mile, two miles into the earth. And you see tunnels under. And they are still there. For gold. For rocks, they bring the rocks out. How greedy can we be? But this is what Kenneth Hagin said. It's only those who dig deep who find the gold. Those who just stay on the surface, they just have some small, small revelation. Bishop's preaching, so we got it. So you are just vomiting what I have preached again and again. But you yourself have never got your own understanding of these same things that I'm preaching. When I hear you preaching one day, a message, message that I have preached, I will be blessed because that's if you have also got your own understanding. When I hear you, to be a blessing to me. Amongst my pastors, those who have their own understanding, when I listen to them, I get blessed. Because they themselves have their own understandings. But they have taken time to think about it, and the Lord has given them their own understanding of mega church, of loyalty, of this, of that. Because in your own life, you have your own set of experiences. So, I'm honestly trying to show you. That's what I say. This is what other churches don't have. And this is what God has given us. This is the grace we have. That you are being shown practically. Instead of me to keep my thing and just walk in and out silently. I've called you to stand behind the pulpit with me. And shown you my personal Bibles. And how I find the things. And how to do it. See, I'm trying to make you, help you to become. I'm not trying to be a lull over there. That's the anointing that, I, that is also on my life. To encourage you and help you to become a minister. Yeah. And that is the grace that is in the church. So we need to be strong in it. And more of you are going to become, but not more, all of you. Look, all those who are not becoming should leave now. Check your neighbor if he's not going to become a minister of the gospel. He needs to leave the camp now. 
Those who they need the next coffee break. Okay. I hear it will be during the next coffee break that we will sack them. Wow. <laughs> Follow faith. Follow love. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Where are the chief elders? Come. Yeah, all chief elders. Okay, you have come already. Sit, sit. Come. They're all chiefs. Chief of where? Chief of Valley View. Is it Miriam? Chief of where? Heathers. Methodist. Okay. Come around. I expect to be fired after, you know. Come around. Come to the back. We are going to do a Bible. The next one is follow love. Love. So here we are. Isn't it? You see? We are going to all these Bibles. I have all these Bibles. Do you have all these Bibles? Do you have NLT study Bible? Spurgeon, Morning and Evening. Thompson Chain, Marginal Notes. American Standard Version. Dictionaries. What is this dictionary? Living Translation, ESB, Amplified, Homan Bible, Atlas, Dakes Bible, James. You have? You don't have? And you call yourself an elder? Do you have these? Some of them? And you are chief of where? Pentecost. And you are chief of where? UDS. And chief of where? Mampong. And you are standing far. You will not come near to look at it. What do you think about him? Oh God. So look, I'm going to Thompson Chain, okay? Not the notes. I need this one. Thompson Chain. Alright, now what am I going to look for? We are going to study love. So let's look for L. A, B, C, J, K, L. Do you see L? Do you see L? Press L. Look for love. Where is love? Love. Love. Hatred. You see it? Press it. Cadela, press it. Alright. What's happening next? Love. Hatred. All this is love and hatred. So now, love. We are going to do brotherly love. Special teachings on love. All these verses. When you press any of them, it's coming. These things I command that you love one another. Digital. Digital. Naked, you clothed you. I was sick. You visited me in prison. Hmm? 
anyone, Philippians 4, fulfilling my joy, that you be like man having the same love. Oh God. Oh God. Impartial love. Yes. And selfish love, proof of discipleship, Christ standard. Hmm? Benevolence. Examples of. All these. Conjugal love. Wow. Conjugal love. That's marriage. Rest anywhere. Maternal love. You see, we have gone conjugal love. That's lovers together. Hmm. Her husband praises her. Ezekiel. Son of man, behold, I take away from the desire of thine eyes with a stroke. Mercy. Maternal love. All this is mother's love. Mother's love. Father's love. Paternal love. Hmm? Husband's duties. Wife's duty. Parental duties. Wife's counsel. Hmm? Correction of children. Structure. Plenty. Hmm? What do you think? Is it amazing? So, you say you are elders, but you don't have something to and you don't know how to do it. Chief elders, line up, line up. No, but why? Bible say rebuke not an elder. Why, why are you? Somebody should take him and fire him. Okay. You are blessed. Next time, have a what? Thompson Chain Bible. So you do the Bible study, eh? Okay. Oh God. How can you follow love? One of the key things we're following love as a pastor and elder is forgiveness. Yeah. Love is just another word for love is forgiveness. Keep forgiving. Keep forgiving. Keep forgiving. And loving. As you keep going older. How many have been hurt before? Hey, but you are so young. How can you be hurt? I mean, in this short time that you've been around, what has hurt you? Anama, what has hurt you? Broken heart? A little. A little. You don't understand. Grow up, you understand. So if at this age you have been hurt, can you imagine how it's going to be as the years go by? The hurts are going to be more. Disappointments, shocks, shakings, fears. What you didn't think. That's how life is. Yeah. I wish it was not like that. But you know, I told you, this camp, I can't tell you 
This is a private letter. Somebody's private thing. I'm telling you, follow love. Forgive. Amen. The more you can forgive, the more you will have a good life. Yeah. The more you can forgive, the more you will be you will have a good life in this world. Yeah. If you can forgive, you will become you will have a good life. Yes. The less you can forgive. So so we have a forgiveness so meter. Forgiveness so meter. And that forgiveness so meter determines the quality of your life. Hmm. Forgiveness so meter. And I'm going to prove it to you. The more forgiveness, the more light. The more light and brightness in your life. The less forgiveness, the more darkness. So the quality of, if I am to use the level of light, is determined by the level of forgiveness. Because the amount of forgiveness is the amount of light. Okay, shall I prove it to you? Shall I prove it to you? Do you really want me to prove it to you? When you see somebody who has, like if you see some very, very melancholic people, they can't have big churches. A very melancholic person cannot have a big church. Yeah. When you see somebody who's very melancholic, they're a pastor, very melancholic. Your church can't be big. <laughs> yeah, because you don't, you, you, don't, you don't understand why somebody should come at ten past nine when we said we are starting at nine. You get what I'm saying? But we said nine, and you are here at ten past nine, nine thirty. No, anybody who is out there now, go out. Let them go back to Accra. You are out. You are done for. Yeah. And if somebody goes to do anything wrong, you are done for. I said, come for the prayer You didn't come. You are finished. I said, purge all these things. You didn't purge. You are done for. I told you don't commit fornication. You're going to commit fornication. Finish. Out. You can no more do this. You can no more do this. No more. You are out of this. You are no more. Finish. Most of your people will get finished. And even when you don't even say your melancholism in your heart rejects the people. You have rejected the people because they are not straight. Yeah, because most people are not straight. Oh. See, when you are a leader, you must know that everybody smiles. There are pe- people smile when they see me. When they see me, they start smiling. They are not going to say, oh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a leader. I, I, I watch it. I watch it. I see a person hasn't seen me. <laughs> Hello, Richard. Yeah. Never think that a leader, that is how they are. People are not as you, they look to you. 
Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. So everybody is saying this. And also, some people are, they are going to do well later. But a melancholic person can't understand why you should do well only from final year onwards. But the first two years you should go to beach parties, do this, be pregnant, have a beast, get a number of pimples before you now become serious. A melancholic person cannot relate with it at all. So when you are too strict, you have less accommodation, less forgiveness, you have less light less happiness, and less of a certain quality of life. If I have people or children and people that are flowing around and all that, it's not because they are perfect. Neither is it because I am perfect. But it's because come, it doesn't matter. Play on, play on. You see the one I No, no blowing of whistle, no red card, no yellow card. Wow. Your people in your life become fewer and fewer. So that's why, for instance, some people cannot have people staying in their houses or house helps or maid. They always find a problem with them. Ah, this is a push, a push girl. She's a villager. She's broken all my things, broken all my glasses. She has poured the iron. She has poured the kettle. She has burnt my dress. Why would she not? Why would she not pour the kettle? She, where she is coming from? There is no kettle there. And if where she came from, eh, there were kettles, and she was having a certain life, she would never be a house help in your house. So the only type of person that can be a house help in your house is that person. Who doesn't know how to use a kettle or an iron? And the person is going to learn how to use it gradually. And there will be some casualties. One or two. And of course, the kettle or the iron was not meant to last forever. It was intended to be spoiled. True or not true? True or true or not true? <laughs> oh God! Listen, oh. So you have every time this person is not good. This one's go. This one's not good. Go. Are not good, go. So there are fewer. Your quality of life gets less. You are confused. Your house is always in confusion. So if, it's, if it's not you, it's your mother. You've seen it before. True or not true? Yeah. One day I was in the office and somebody bought me a nice uh, glass. I think it was a glass or a, a mug or a cup. And this one came to 
serve me. She came to serve me with a uh, she came to serve me. She came to serve me with a, a drink or something. With it, on the first day, I never, I never had a chance to even hold the cup. Like and it got broken. So I said to her, "Never be angry with any help in your house." Who is breaking your thing? Because you have broken my thing on the third day. I didn't even put my mouth on it. Oh God! I never had a chance to hold it, and either cup or glass or something special one they bought for me. Just one, just one, and it was like that. Oh! I said, never, never. I don't want to hear your voice in your house, ever. Say that my iron is this. Or they have bent my dress. Some of your dresses will be bent. Keep buying. The cost of employing a graduate to be your house help uh, is uh, equal to the dresses you are buying. That's the cost. You should have hired somebody higher. You will not have friends. Every time you say, this person has done this to me. This person did this. This person is like this. Your friends will be fewer. Your marriage will be less happy. It's every time he's not done this. You have not come now. You are late. You are not doing this. I thought you would do this. And I hear and some husbands even do this. For that. They help with their children. They help with this. They do this. They are gentle. You are not gentle. You are not nice. You don't help. You are not this. You don't help. You don't come
was one of the Mount of Olives. The scribes brought him a woman taken in adultery. And when they set her in the midst, they said, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. We had to stand there for her to put on her clothes. And we had to ask the man to excuse us. We caught her lying. Now Moses in the law commanded that such should be stoned. What do you say? This they said, tempting him, that they might accuse him. Jesus stood to the ground and broke with his finger on the ground, as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast the first stone. And he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest. You see, the eldest, when you think about it, you realize you the eldest, you have been around longer. You have more sins and more accumulated things than the younger. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. And when Jesus lifted up himself, he saw none but the woman. And he said, Woman, where are your accusers? Has no man condemned thee? She said, No man. And Jesus said, Neither do I. I forgive you. I, con- I don't condemn you. Go, sin no more. Then, then. Everybody see the word, ne- next word, then. Then. And Jesus spoke again to them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Hallelujah. That's the end of the passage. That passage ends in verse 12. You see, listen. When Jesus forgave the woman, there was no bloodshed. The woman was going to die. Do you think that that woman didn't have a brother? She had a brother. She had brothers. She had an uncle. She had a father. She was connected. As you are killing her, all of you are gathering there. You Pharisees, they know you have also slept with somebody's sister. Somebody's mother. From the oldest guy up to now. True or not true? So as you kill her, others have also meant your life. Is it not true? So the revenge will continue. And there may be some other assassinations and other things that will take place. And the confusion comes. Look at every unhappiness in the world. Every war. Let's say today's war in Syria. Or wherever they are fighting. If one person forgives, say, I forgive you everything, light will come immediately to that place. So, where there's no forgiveness, there's fighting, there's war, there's anger, continuation, continuation. If you bomb, like the Koreans, they are now gearing up to fight. North and South. The South, I was, when I was, one time I was in Seoul, I, I was sitting with the military commander, United States military commander of the forces in South Korea. And he said that there are several guns, all the guns in Pyongyang are directed at Seoul. Seoul is right on the border. Seoul, the city, the capital of South Korea. As, and, and, and so Korea have also directed all their guns at them. So they are waiting. Once one person fires, they will also fire back and everybody will be bent. That's, what they are, that's the game they are playing. The two sides. It's not a small game. 
You touch me, I'll touch you. That's it. So forgiveness, so meter, determines the life. That's why Jesus, when, when he stamped the thing, I'll not forgive, I forgive you, if you it's true, you did it. No one condemned you. You were caught in the act. You were okay. The others all left away and everything. Then Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. He that follows me will not walk in darkness. There will be no darkness in your life. But you will have the light of life. So, the light of life, the brightness, and the good things of this life are going to come to you more by your ability to forgive. And light will be coming to your life. Friends, you have more friends. You have helpers. People will be able to come to us when you are not there. They will break the door, enter, take what they need, get a carpenter, fix the door, and send you a WhatsApp. But I came to the house to pick something. I was around. I passed by. Or just passing through. <laughs> Is it not fantastic? You have, how many would like to have a friend like that? That did not sound nice to you. You know, I, I had an uncle who described a friend whom he has quarreled with. Yes, a very good friend whom he had quarreled with, or a relative, I think a friend. And he was explaining how close he was. And he's the one who gave me that description. That this is how close I was. And he could come to my house, break the door, take something, and fix, get a carpenter to fix the door, and go away. And that is how he was with him. Yeah. And that that friendship had broken. Uh-huh. So I'm explaining that. You see that? It sounds nice to you. Does it not sound powerful? When you see love, such a beautiful thing, does it not, does it not sound powerful? Does it not feel nice? It feels nice. It feels good. Nobody gets too much heaven no more. It's much harder to come by. I'm waiting in line. And nobody Nobody shows shows too much love anymore. Nobody shows too much love anymore. As high as a mountain, but harder to climb. Ooh, I'm gonna let you know. There's a path beyond the sky Made of pearly gates Precious streets of gold No more painful tears to cry I believe We'll live in love forever Peace will always reign and never die Cause love is such a beautiful thing Is it not beautiful? So just take his hand, put your mind at ease, he will take you there. If you just believe that nobody gets too much love anymore, it's much harder to come by. I'm waiting, I'm waiting in line, nobody shows much love anymore it's as high as a mountain but harder to fly that is why beloved doses looks nicer than marriage because if you go to the beach here and you see a boy and a girl walking on the, by, on the beach 
and they are beloved those they are beloved dozing. Eh? You will you will see them holding hands like this. And they tell them, Oh God. And they'll be flowing. But when they are married, they'll be walking together like this. This one will whatever take the phone. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll call it back, I'll call it back. Eh, what did you say? Okay, I'll call it back. Yeah. But when they are beloved, when they are beloved, they'll be working. <laughs> then they'll, they'll even start skipping. <laughs> they'll be skipping. <laughs> and singing. And say, sing to me. Nobody cares too much love Up above, made of pearly gates, fresh streets of gold. No more painful tears to cry. I believe in love forever. Peace will always reign and never die. Cause love is such a beautiful thing. Ooh. What about relationships? Come and dance with me, baby. Let's do that. But when they are married, they say, oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. I can't dance. I don't feel, I don't feel like dancing. What time is it? I'm feeling cold. I'm, I'm cold. I'm feeling cold. I'm tired. But I'm mean, going home. I, I want to go. I'm tired. I'm talking too much. Maybe it's crying. Ow. So you see, love is like some light. That's why people come for weddings. Not that they have good marriages. But just for a glimpse of that light. Of that love. That, that, that imagination. That feeling. Just to see it again for just one hour. It just looks nice. And makes everybody happy. And the only way it can be maintained is by forgiveness. That's why I said forgiveness. So meter shows the quality and the extent of life in your life in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So those have been skipping. Nobody can. is beautiful. Is love not a beautiful thing? Is it not fantastic? How many want a higher quality life? Then follow love! Follow love! Follow love. 
full of love. How many are going to follow love? Love with your house helps. Love with your beloved. Love with your husband. Love with your wife. Love with your friends. Don't cut off lifelong friends whom God has given you. Your friend can be some important person one day. You'll be surprised. Yesterday I got a text from one of my friends from uh, medical school. I was surprised that he was contacting me from his visiting us in visiting in Ghana. I've never seen or heard of him since then. But he's contacting me based on our friendship from school. Yeah. Long-standing friends. Both he and his wife. I like such things. Amen. Glory to God. How many numbers do you have? 20? 28? Follow righteousness. You got it? Follow faith. You got it? Follow love. Do you see it in the Bible? Second yeah. Timothy 2.22 Flee youthful lust. Follow righteousness. Follow faith. Follow charity. Follow peace. With them that call on the Lord with a pure heart. This is a private letter. It's private. Don't tell anyone about it. Follow peace. The next one. Follow peace. Amen. Anything that brings peace. It's not just peace at any price. But peace is better than war. This air condition has gone off. What's the problem? What's going on? What's going on? It's gone off. We're starting to feel heated up. It is amazing. What was that number? You said what? Peace. Peace. Now, why is peace important to a pastor? Why? Does anybody know? And if you, if you know, I'll give you a prize. If you know, I'll give you a prize. It's a particular verse. Yes, my dear Christina. You, you need to give a verse, you know, a scripture. You can't just give a narration. We are not writing essays here. Okay. Yes. Come here. You don't remember what? I don't remember exactly where it is. But um, the Bible says that where there is contention and strife, there is every evil work. There's a scripture like that. No, no. I mean, I understand what you're trying to say, but it's not really the... the yeah. Um, Hebrews 12:14 says, Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see God. It's a good verse on peace. When you are doing Bible study on peace, not bad. But there is a certain verse which is very important for an elder, like a pastor... That Francine. The peace of God surpasses all understanding. Mentioning verses you don't understand the relationship. Where is the where is the gun? You cannot just mention a verse. I mean what does it have to do with the pastor? 
The peace of God passes all understanding. In terms of English language. Why do you mention it? Why did you mention it? Fire! Okay. Alright. You don't, you don't just mention scriptures. Yes, Michael. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Is he not forcing the scripture to say something? Where is the machine gun? <laughs> Look, just one shot. You are, you are taking too long to... Okay. Yes? A girl want to say something. Yeah? Is he not forcing something? Does he deserve to be shot? Huh? I'm at a force too much for the scripture to say what it is not saying. First Timothy 2, verse 2 and down. I was talking about praying for all, um, all men who are in authority so we may live a quiet and a peaceable life, which is good and acceptable in the sight of the Lord. So living a peaceable life with everyone is good and acceptable in the sight of the Lord. I am not asking for the importance of peace. I'm asking that what is peace important to an elder who is trying to work for God? I didn't say quote all verses that you know about peace. If you know that you are, you are going to mess around, I don't need you. Why do we not have another microphone? Okay, thank you, Bishop. Um, I think that's... Um, an elder needs peace to be able to build. Because um, when you read the account of Solomon in 1 Kings 4, 5 and 6, he was able to build the city only when there was peace. read 1 Kings 4, 24, it says that there was peace all around. So I think that um, you need peace as an elder to build your church. You are the nearest so far. <laughs> the rest of you who have gone to force scriptures... When I have taught you yesterday to rightly divide the word of truth, you are now wrongly dividing the word of truth. You are in danger. Paul. Bishop, please, in Matthew 10, 12, it says, When you come to a house, say, um, the peace of God be to you. But if you are coming to somebody and you don't have peace, how do you give the person peace? So, you are forcing to write and I say that. <laughs> yes, Obi. Can I read the scripture? Yes. Okay, First Timothy 3, verse 16 says, Sorry. Hey! I have, I have the scriptures. First Timothy 3, 6, 7. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. So an elder should have a good report of them outside, that he lives in peace with people. So when he goes out to preach, he will be accepted. Does he need to be fired? No. Yes, behind. What is your name? Ken. Ken what? Ken Simon Akoli. Simon what? Akoli. And you are the chief elder of where? I'm an elder of UW North Campus. Okay. Second Corinthians. Yeah, we get a remote. Who is that? Who is that? Please. Has he got the remote? Uh, yes. 
I think that if an elder should have peace, it gives him a sound mind. Because in 2 Corinthians 2, 12 and 13, it talks about Paul going to trust. And then when he got there, he didn't find his brother Titus. So he left Macedonia because he did not find peace there. The firing squad is getting longer and longer and longer. Yes. Yes, McDonald. It's a simple verse. It talks about, um, it shows why an elder must have peace. Um, Psalm 23 verse 2 says that he leads me beside, he leads me beside the store waters. Look, shoot him down. I've been provoked beyond measure. Is it Adam? Um, Are you also Adam? Um, I I think an elder needs um, peace so that he can keep the group united. The Ephesians 4.3 talks about keeping the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Without um, peace, an elder cannot flow with his followers and they cannot also build the church. As an elder, when there is discord and difficulty... My friend, you are talking too much. We need the scripture. We know that we need peace to build. That's what... Uh, is it rich... Uh, which one said? Ephesians 4.3. Yeah, but we are, we are not giving. There is a clear verse. Yes. Yes, you, brother. The Bible says what? Let the peace of God reign in our hearts. That's Colossians 3.15. Uh-huh. I know that it's Colossians 3.15. <laughs> so, I believe that the peace of God which rules in our hearts. And it's you see, this is, when, when you Holy preach Spirit. like that, people are not blessed. Because the verse you have quoted is not connected to what you are saying. It, it's not linked. That's why I said you should fire them. Because the verse you are quoting is not connected to what you are saying. So people don't connect it. So in the end, you think that you are, when you just mention verses and preach, it works. Or you've preached that the verse must be connected to what you are saying. So that people can understand. When you read my books, you realize that the verse... It's exactly saying what the point is. I thought I'd just put a verse in the Bible there. If I say that uh, 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 the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on your intelligence, you'll find verses that help you to see directly that there's a connection. Otherwise, I don't bring a verse. I don't bring that point. Okay. All of you who have misused the Bible should line up here. Do you promise not to do it again? Okay. Forgiveness will bring light. So I'm forgiving you. At least you try to, to read a verse. James chapter 3. You see, you should have just googled peace in the Bible. In your iPad. You would have seen someone or best somewhere. But you don't know it. 
James 3 verse 16. That's the verse that you need as a... What does it say? The fruits of righteousness. Are you not trying to bear fruits? Is an elder not trying to bear fruits? The fruit of righteousness is shown in what? In peace of them that make peace. You see, fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. The fruit of righteousness can only be sown in peace by people who make peace. So you, you, you have to have peace between you. One time I was quarreling with my wife. You see, and the Holy Spirit showed me this scripture that the fruit that I need to bear, I need to have peace to bear fruit. So I should stop quarreling. Because the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. You have to make peace. Is it clear? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it not what you are trying to do? To bear fruits? Where, where do you sow these seeds of righteousness? In the midst of what? Peace. By who? The one who makes peace. Is the one who can sow those seeds. Are you listening? How many understand that it's powerful? Yeah. Wow. How many numbers do you have? 29. Are you hot? No problem. Are you cold? Are you hungry? Are you tired? Okay. What are you? Blessed. They are flowing. Amen.